the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And Junie, we're going to touch something that I believe we need to be aware of more than ever before as we have already entered into the end of this age. The subject this week is about miracles, but not miracles for miracles' sake, but we need to see that our obedience to the Lord, His Word, His will, and His way really opens the door for God to intervene in a supernatural way. Now, it doesn't mean every time we're obedient there'll be a miracle, but we can open the door for God's intervention, and we need to be especially careful of looking at miracles, how they come about, what's the source of it, because we're warned in the Bible what will happen at the very end of the age. For example, in Matthew chapter 24, verse 24, the word says, For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. We also see another warning, Shelley, of false miracles in Second Thessalonians 2.9 that the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. So we really see in the scriptures a warning against false miracles and a desire in believers' hearts for real intervention and true miracles. So what would you say, Shelley, would be the keynote for our listeners and for you and I to know what precedes um, a true miracle or how we can discern a true miracle of God. Well, I think you're touching on the real core issue, Junie, and that is discernment. And I believe discernment only comes when we have a real intimate relationship with the Lord. In other words, we have to know Him deeply. We have to have intimate communion with Him so we'll be able to know what's really coming from Him 
and what comes from the, the father of lies, which is Satan. And I guess also, Shelley, wouldn't it be true that the understanding of what it means to follow the Messiah or be a Christian is really not living our own life anymore according to our own will, but really desiring to see the will of God accomplished in and through our life. So that also is part of discernment that we would pray according to the will of God. So it is important, isn't it, Shelley, that we learn to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh and obey God and his will and not our own. It seems very simple, June, but don't you really believe along what you said? The more we obey God, the more we're going to know him. The more we know him, the more we're going to obey him. And I think we'll be able to detect something that comes from a false source rather than the source of the Holy Spirit. And so this week, in our talking about what precedes a miracle is our obedience. And so learning through the Word of God and also some of the experiences, Shelley, that we've had in obeying God's Word and then seeing the intervention of God or how He moved in that situation. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles... Turn with us to Luke chapter 5, because we'll see here a a very clear demonstration of a miracle happening as a result of the obedience of Peter and his other fishermen. Luke 5, now it came about that while the multitude were pressing around him and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He, of course, is Jesus. And he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake. But the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little way from the land. And he sat down and began teaching the multitudes from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. I want to say that in the New King James and the, New, and the King James Version, it says, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for catch. And I want to go just through half of verse 5. And Simon answered and said, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing. Junie, if we're going to believe the word of God, and if we're going to live by faith, so often, if not almost all the time, what we are supposed to do is going to contradict every natural inclination that we have. For example, Peter and the sons of Zebedee were expert fishermen. In fact, they earned their living from fishing. And here was Jesus coming along, knowing that they fished all night because he saw that their nets were being washed, and he says, launch out into the deep. I wonder what went through Peter's mind when he heard this. You know, I remember Richard Wormbrand saying, there's more written in between the lines of the Bible sometimes than the lines themselves. I I just imagine... Um, Peter saying something or thinking this. This is foolish. Doesn't he know that we're fishermen? We're not amateurs. We're professionals. And we fished all night. And don't you, doesn't he think that if there were fish, we would have caught them? But the, he resisted saying that. He just said we fished all night. So, going against logic and their expertise in fishing, we need to say, what is it that caused Peter to change his mind? Well, we go back for the reason and see it in verse 5. It says, Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the nets. 
Junie again. This is such a powerful example of doing exactly what you said. It's not my will. It's not my word. It's his word and his will that we need to live by. And you know, that reminds me, nevertheless, that that also was used by Jesus himself in the Garden of Yosemite when he was struggling about going to the cross, which he knew he was born to do, to fulfill Psalm 22 and Isaiah 53 and other scriptures that were written showing that he would be a suffering servant. And he being in the flesh at that time, it says that he perspired blood. Can you imagine what went on in Jesus' being if he perspired blood? I mean, just the battle going on. And what settled him was when he said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup facing the cross, this cup pass by me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. So you're right, Shelley. Sometimes God's will opposes everything that we think or feel or we even know we could handle. And yet we know the greatest miracle this earth has ever experienced was the crucifixion because that's where Jesus overcame death and sin. And that's why you and I, Shelley, as Jews, know he is the Messiah and the Son of God today and have eternal life because Jesus, when he came in the flesh as the Son of God, was able to say, nevertheless, not my will but thy will be done. Junie, that's such a key. And you know, if you just know Jesus uh, on a mental basis or just in your natural thinking, we're not going to be able to come to the point and say, nevertheless, because we're going to match our wits against the wit of God, our intelligence and our experience against the, the, the incredible mind of the Lord. And we need to know the mind of the Lord. In fact, we're, we're exhorted that we have the mind of the Messiah so again, as you just said, Juni, it's probably going to go against everything natural. Even, even in the areas of our strength, are we willing to lay down our knowledge and our expertise and our experience and say, nevertheless, at thy word? Again, the word of God must take precedence over everything else in our life. And if we're truly born again by the spirit and by the word, that's how we will live. So obedience to the word of God opens the door for God to work miracles. And we are being called to come out of our comfort zones or our areas that we think we're strong in and come into the realm of the supernatural. And that starts when we obey the word of God, despite what our natural tendencies might be. We are called to hear what the Lord is speaking to us and obey. So let's go back, Judy, to... uh, Chapter 5 in Luke, picking up that incredible verse. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. Again, the word of God prevailed over every natural and human understanding that Peter had. And Peter was obedient to the word of God. And you know, in the past, I remember, Junie, speaking a number of, uh, on a, a number of occasions that we've spoken about the Hebrew word Shema. 
And this comes into play here because Shema, that's the heartbeat of our Jewish people. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. But what's amazing, Junie, the word Shema does not only mean hear, but it also means to obey. It means to hear intelligently, and it means to obey. And it's incredible because this, this Greek word for hear also means to obey. It means obedience. It means compliance. It means submission. It means to conform to authority, to give ear, to hear. So Peter obeyed the Lord and launched out into the deep and let down the net. Again, Jenny, we need to emphasize what a perfect, incredible, glorious example this is. Peter, who was strong in the Lord after he uh, came against him and um, found out he had to say, as we'll see in chapter 5, depart from me, I'm an evil man. But Peter put down his thoughts and his experience and obeyed the word of God. And he launched out into the deep. And perhaps, Junie, that's a word for all of us today. If we want to see the miraculous, are we willing to launch out into the depths that God has for us, into the deep understanding of who he is, have an intimate personal relationship with him, that no matter what, we will obey the word of God? Are we willing to launch out into the deep and obey and live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, trusting God over and above who we are or what other men might say? And we find in chapter 5, Shelley, that when Peter obeyed and put down the nets again into the deep, that the nets were practically breaking because of the fish that came into those nets. That's right. Because Peter obeyed the word of God and became not only a fisherman of fish, but of men. Well, we're going to pick up on this tomorrow. Please join us. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are calling us to hear and obey, which opens the door for your supernatural intervention in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and June Volk. That's Shelley and Junevolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.